Hello, this is your boy, Harithja, and welcome to this episode 49 of the Harithja podcast number 49, coming to you on Wednesday, 30 December 2020. Today's episode is going to be about when a woman settles down for you. How do we know? What are the signs? It's not nice. It's not a nice feeling to know that somebody you're with is settling for you. And I think in general, uh, it's a it's a bad idea to accept that situation. I think in general, we should all work to have somebody in our lives that wants to be with us because they dig us they dig you They're like oh i dig this guy he got good dick game <laughs> what's the opposite of dick game what do women have pussy game sounds weird i don't know fucking blow job game blow job games a real thing i think but pussy game i don't know about that. <laughs> what would what would pussy game fucking entail anyway I know there's like a technique to like tighten it tighten it up during Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> Do you remember yesterday's episode? I'm getting quite a few listeners and the people that listen I I have a feeling you're the same people who are coming back. So, if you listen to yesterday's episode, you know that I was super blissed out today. I mean, I was super blissed out yesterday. Today I'm feeling a lot less uh, blissed out. My psyche is a bit disturbed because of events that happened to me today. Something that should have happened didn't happen at work. Uh, let me just keep it at that. And I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. It's a bit frustrating, but you know I'm gonna try and keep this episode a bit high spirits. If you notice that I'm a bit different, I'm a bit irate. If you notice I'm a bit irate, uh, find a way to let me know. Ooh, look at me. My phone is all buzz buzzing. Uh, I'm popular. Got me fucking Instagram replies. Mm, sliding into my friend's DMs. <laughs> so yeah, after I talk about when women settle for you, I'm going to do Asia News Singapore where I discuss how even cupcakes can be evil something as pure as cupcakes can be evil isn't that crazy before that my touts my touts for the day i can't stand fucking apple cider vinegar it's like why the fuck does anyone make any effort to be healthy it's like they can't even tell you if eggs are healthy you know there are people who are like you should only eat meat because meat heals have you heard of the meat heals people the fucking carnivore diet or as i like to call it the t-rex diet it's fucking ridiculous i mean who am i to judge but my gut instinct hey hey gut my gut instinct is that that shit's just ridiculous you just eat meat all day no no bread no pasta no rice no noodles no pan me no pan me are you crazy It's like all they're allowed to eat is meat with salt and pepper. I think pepper is not allowed either. Isn't pepper made out of a fucking plant? <laughs> I think pepper is made out. I mean, there's a vegetable called pepper, right? So these fucking T-Rex people, 
yeah, it's just it's like this guy I I watch on YouTube because I'm fucking fascinated. He just has like T-bone steaks. Oh, his name's Jordan Peterson. That's right. He just has T-bone steaks and salt, and then broccoli. According to him, makes him go batshit crazy. His whole body gets fucked up. So that, there's people like that. Then there's the other extreme, and by I don't know if I should even call it extreme because I used to do that shit a lot, and I try to not eat meat. As much as I can, but it's the vegan people, you know, and they're like, carbs are your friend. But but then they're the keto people who are like, carbs are the enemy. <sighs> so I don't, fuck, man. There must be a group somewhere that's like KFC heels. <laughs> who the fuck, who the fuck do I listen to? So the point of all this is um, people are like apple cider vinegar man <laughs> apple cider vinegar heals everything fucking heals apple cider vinegar is good for your uh, digestion skin wrinkles it will cure your erectile dysfunction the blind can see it's a fucking miracle drink it's like the f- the avocado of health drinks <laughs> Fucking avocado! Even avocados, the superfood. They've they're like something to do with some cartel in South America. It's like uh, fucking Pablo Escobar. You know those people. It's like they do cocaine. They grow and traffic and sell cocaine, distribute cocaine, but they've got like a fucking avocado side hustle where like violent gangs kill each other and ruin lives over this delicious and supposedly very healthy fruit. It's like everything's got bad karma attached to it. I bet like if I just, I am only allowed to eat salt and sunlight. You know there are people in the world that can just survive on fucking sunlight. Isn't that fucking amazing? Does, does, (laughs) I wonder why they do it. I wonder why they just eat sunlight. Is it because um, if I eat plants, like I'm eating another living thing, can you eat something that's not living? Is that possible to subsist on something that is not made of cells which are alive? Like if you eat rocks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Could you... Is there some kind of mud on in this world you can eat? Yeah, fucking the monks, Hindu monks, um, they just meditate in the sunlight and they don't need to eat food, they don't need to drink. That sounds awesome, to be honest. I feel like whenever um, my stomach's hungry, my mind is sharp. My brain becomes like, you know, like when you have substances, your brain's like, my brain's kind of like that, except I can drive. Uh, excuse me, sir. Um, do you know why I stopped you today? Oh, I don't know, officer. Why did you stop me? Well, um, <clears throat> you kind of appear drunk and your words are slurring. I'm like, no, sir, I didn't drink any alcohol. Then why do you seem so drunk? I'm drunk on life, bitch. <laughs> that sounded way too forest. <laughs> Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, when I don't eat, like, I can achieve states of bliss, like, I only do it in the weekdays, but I try not to eat anything until dinner. The reason I do that is to just streamline my life. I don't want to think about food choices. And when I do it, 
I just get so happy. Fucking hell, I'm going on a huge tangent. Apple cider vinegar. It heals, man. <clears throat> so everyone's like talking about how this is the shit. Asian mothers all around the world are like shoving it down their children's throats. And I just want to offer the other side of apple cider vinegar. The dark side of apple cider. <laughs> I know you're laughing and cringing at the same time. It's okay. Everything exists in a duality. There is no humor without cringe. And I offer both. Goddamn, some yin and yang. <laughs> All right. Um, first things first. You know, apple cider vinegar is horrible for your teeth. Supposedly, uh, fucking... It's like, you know how coke erodes your teeth? It's like that. You drop a tooth in apple cider vinegar, it starts to chip away. You drink apple cider vinegar every day, your teeth gets fucked up. That's why. I know, I know what you're going to say. You're supposed to drink it with a straw, man. So like you shove that straw all the way like at the back of your mouth, aiming right at the tingly, tingly thing, the, the punching bag. And then you suck and it's supposed to go straight into your throat. So it's like... <laughs> Like when a gums, what gum, like when a guy's coming in, in your mouth, just. <laughs> so the fact that I need a straw to drink that shit, like that's not natural, right? <laughs> the fact that I have to drink, I'll, I'll just fucking drink apple juice or does apple juice fucking erode my teeth too? Everything's trying to kill me. Mm. Okay, so the first thing is it's fuck, it fucks your teeth. The second thing, I I think apple cider vinegar causes wrinkles. You know, when you drink apple cider vinegar, it's really hard not to like wince and cringe. You know, your face kind of like scrooches up. Is that a word? Scrooches? What is that word I'm looking for? The only word I can think of is cringe. It's like when you, you know, like when you have something sour. So... You know, the way you exercise or use your face muscles determines uh, how, how many wrinkles you have. That's why people who smile too much, they have like crow's feet or something. And people who frown a lot, when they get older, they just look grumpy and miserable. Just like those aunties you see in the uh, fucking supermarkets. <laughs> this potato so expensive. <laughs> So apple cider vinegar makes you do that. And you know people who drink apple cider vinegar, man. They drink it every every fucking day. So every day you're like fucking wincing. So not only does apple cider vinegar erodes your teeth, it causes wrinkles. Like really this shit is the healthiest. This, this is how I look at it, guys. Just don't eat fucking anything. <laughs> I mean, everything kills you. Don't overthink it. You live as long as you need to live. There's a high chance you will die of a horrible disease. You're very lucky if you die while you sleep in the arms of your loved ones, like some notebook shit. You're very lucky. Most probably, you're going to get a cancer. You're going to have a stroke. It's going to hurt like hell. If you're not in tune with yourself, you'll probably be very terrified as you go. Other than that, the other way is you might lose your mind for like five years, become batshit crazy. <laughs> Scare the living hell out of your grandchildren. Die a horrible death. So, well, like, why, why overthink it? 
you know you have you have a certain amount of time on earth everything's bad for you everything's good for you you never know just try and be happy and you know what as wishy-washy as that might sound i think just being happy and content and reaching states of bliss as often as you can is way healthier for you than any food you can eat that that positive energy man nourishes you heals you makes you pretty Oh boy, that that took a dark turn for a while. <laughs> I'm so sorry if I made you depressed, but I hope I pulled you back out of that. Last night I was watching this uh, documentary about how USA will inevitably go to war with China. Oh jeez, why is everything so dark today? It's because I'm having a dark day, guys. Okay, so in this documentary, they talked about the Marshall Islands, okay? The Marshall Islands is near Hawaii. How do you feel about people who go Hawaii? It's Hawaii, man. <laughs> Hawaii. So it's right next to Hawaii in between USA and China, right in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. I think it's the Pacific. Atlantic is between USA and UK, right? Pacific is between China and USA. I think that's right. USA has a fucking military base or should I say bases over there and it's so freaking interesting how there's this island called Bikini that's right and you know this island called Bikini is where the Bikini came from that's where it's got its name one French the excuse me one French designer designed a two-piece suit after this island Uh, I can't remember fucking why yeah, I really can't. And then he became a rich fuck. <laughs> but here's the tragic story behind the bikini. Did you know that's where they tested uh, hydrogen bombs? For those of you who don't know, hydrogen bombs are a nuclear weapon. It's like the big brother of the atom bomb, like way more explosive than whatever was dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Something crazy like one bomb was tested every day for 12 years off the shores of this island of Bikini. Now, what did... what? <laughs> That's thousands, my man. Thousands. Each warhead cost 100 million US dollars. How crazy is that? So when you keep bombing the ocean like that every day for 12 years, what the fuck happens to the environment? Does anyone, would anyone care to take a guess? Yeah, the fish get mutated, fucking polluted. Man, the fish were growing with three heads. Don't quote me on that. Five dicks. Do fish even have dicks? <laughs> they poison the water supply. They poison the fish. All that water makes its way into the island, makes everything radioactive. For those of you who don't know what radioactive means, fuck you, because I have no idea what it means either. Something to do with isotopes not having the correct amount of electrons, something like, I don't fucking... Ugh. If any of you are brainiacs, why don't you write in and explain to me what are radioactive substances, and I'll read it out to my listeners. I can't be fucked to uh, Wikipedia it right now. Okay, so they made the Bikini Island fucking radioactive. What happened after that? What happened after that was uh, the US government was like, all right, guys, it's safe to go back in. Oh, the people who live there look a lot like Malays, by the way. But the way they spoke didn't sound like Malay at all. It sounded like Mongolian mixed Filipino, mixed Tamil. Um, it sounded something like this. 
Inna bakada in kutanama kutumna brstur pa. I'm not even joking. Like I think I did a pretty good impression there. I do decent impressions. Uh, if you haven't heard my Malay impression yet, uh, here it goes. Apa benda ni boleh tak boleh macam tu? Aku boleh ni apa? Uh, if I do the the Chinese one and Indian one right now, uh, I might offend some people. The people of the Marshall Islands moved in before uh, it was safe to do so because the scientists from America wanted to test the effects of radioactivity on the human body. So what what ended up happening was these people got uh, fucking something poison. Is it radioactive poisoning? Something like that. Their hair started falling out. Everybody got cancer. The kids were being born all fucked up. They were born special. <sighs> One of them became uh, mayor. Uh, he lived on the bikini. They brought him all, all the way to the USA, and then there was like this um, kind of infomercial about them coming. The citizens of Bikini Island live a very healthy and happy lifestyle. That's me trying to sound like an old American. I'm doing really badly, but bear with me. He is a happy savage, a mayor of the the island of Bikini, and a good mayor at that. Coming to the white man's country, like shit, like this. You know, they were say they were using phrases like phrases like savages, happy savages. This was just in the nineteen fucking seventies or eighties. I don't remember. Or was it fifties? Around there, last time lah. But you see, they they kept calling the brown people savage. They kept calling USA the white man's country. I just when I was watching it, I I felt so repulsed. So I just I just want to state right now, as much as I can't stand social justice and social justice warriors, I really empathize. I get where you're coming from. I get where the where the negative feelings, where the deep content, and to some extent where the hatred comes from. Because when I watched it, I couldn't help but feel an anger inside me. But now, all you social justice fucks are going the other way of crazy. You're going all Soviet Union on the re- <laughs> you're going all Maoist China on the rest of the world. It's like it's the other end of crazy. You know, hate begets hate. Did someone else say that before? Was that in the Bible? I don't know, or did I just make that up? Because I I feel fucking smart saying it. Hey, hate begets hate. It's like a pendulum. You know, whenever things change. They swing to the other extreme and then comes back. I think that's what's going on. So, social justice is a necessary response, but when there's momentum for a movement, it's supernatural for it to go to the other extreme and then it's gonna swing back and forth, back and forth until we all nuke each other to death. <laughs> that's why I don't take anything too seriously. Like and it, it could end any day. We could all just burn in a nuclear apocalypse. So I'm gonna kiss my girlfriend, have wonderful sex with her, have lots of KFC, hug my parents, talk to you, and tell you all I love you. Some of you I hate you, and I hate and I love to hate you. It gives me energy. <laughs> okay, next I want to talk about Confucianism. God damn, this is a deep podcast episode. <clears throat> I remember talking about this previously, but like, um, you know, I can't stand, I can't stand con- Confucianism. I can't stand it because it's all about trying to define everything, control, not control, regulate relationships, 
helping everyone find a place in society. I'm like, Ugh. Confucianism has a lot of things about rituals as well. There's a lot of emphasis on <clears throat> family and social harmony. That doesn't vibe with me naturally. It's like this. Have you ever tried to have a formal dinner with your family? A formal dinner with your closest friends? Like, that shit is just awkward as fuck. You'd all be way more comfortable in a KFC or a mama or a hawker stall together. You know what I mean? It's like the Confucianists. They even prescribe ways to drink tea. Like fucking tea ceremonies. Paisho hagundo-san. I think that's Japanese. Never. <laughs> Oh my god, that was fucking racist. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I think that was from some Shinto tea ceremony shit. Uh, I saw a Chinese one, but I don't know how to imitate it. Okay, take for example the concept of filial piety, absolute, um, absolute obedience to your father. What the fuck did your father do to deserve that? What he he came in your mother. And now you got to do everything he says. <laughs> Does it sound, it sounds so absurd when I say it like that. Yeah, you came in this woman that I came out of. Therefore, I must listen to you. Fantastic logic right there. I see the value of being loyal to your father and revering him. But what if your dad's a piece of shit? What if your dad beats your mother? What if your dad steals and rapes and kills do you do everything he says obviously not and i think confucianism wouldn't be so stupid as to say yeah do that to him i'm simplifying it obviously but even if your dad is a normal human being right he's nothing he's nothing exceptional still still i gotta do everything he says as flawed as whatever he says is you know i think there's a place to revere your parents for sure but <clears throat> only when they deserve it don't doesn't respect have to be earned right I respect the fuck out of my father but that's just because we cultivated a relationship and because he's deserved my deserved my respect by doing spectacular things taking care of me doing his so called duties yeah I'm contradicting myself right here but you see, that's why I, like, everything's a that goddamn contradiction and Confucianism is just trying to define everything and telling you how to live your life. And I don't like that. That's why I like Taoist ways of thinking. That's why I like free-flowing. I like any idea that tells you nothing fucking matters. You can't define anything. Yeah, that was my Confucianism rant. On to the dating section of today's podcast, When Women Settle For You. Taylor sent me this fascinating fucking uh, Instagram post. All right. And I just want to share it with you. So the photo is of a woman, a woman um, in like a marriage ceremony. And the stuff she wrote in her caption just fucking made me so cringe. You know, this is the perfect example of a woman settling. The caption, fucking so too popular. I'm going to silent this shit. All right. I don't love this man. I was half-hearted with this person. My heart was with someone else. I was in denial. Even until now, I still can't believe that I am married to him. Oh, fuck. 
So here's what happened, guys. This woman was chasing another man who was probably too alpha to sell down with her. Probably, probably like uh, gave him some crazy cock action, made her do double monkey backflips for him. In the end, he didn't want to settle down with her. But this guy who she ended up marrying probably didn't give up, kept trying to hit on her until she gave in continuing but why what happened benda yang paling menakutkan untuk seorang single I'm kidding alright I'll translate the thing that scares uh, single mothers that have yet to remarry can he love my son his stepson as his own what will happen to me and my son he's not rich he's just a normal guy why the you see the fucking the fucking entitlement. That, why do you have to mention how rich... Okay, he's not rich. He's just a normal guy. But with high tolerance level. He is persistent, consistent. Patience, uh, some Malay shit that I don't know how to translate. What is tahap? Adalah tahap paling tinggi. My temper is at the worst level. Serious. What this woman is saying is that... She can give him as much shit as she wants and he will stay there. The perfect simp, if you ask me. She can be the shittiest person in the world and he'll just take it. You know, he's not going to hold her accountable. He's just going to tolerate it. Slowly, he melts my heart with his action. For someone, I'm going to translate, for someone who not yet come from a rich family tapi dia uji kesungguhan beliau dengan nilai wang mata I don't know what that means I ask for things that will make him go beyond and above just to make my wedding dreams come true so she he just does whatever she wants and she wanted things for her wedding and then he went above and beyond to make that come true wallahi I don't participate in my wedding everyone came during Shahri's Shah Rizal I don't know what that means he put all his effort to meet my designer uh, wedding stuff catering food all of it all I do is put on my clothes makeup and come down to sign the papers she didn't put any effort into the wedding because she just wanted like you take care of it hmm what make me decide to marry him? Dear Shahrizal Mukhtar, even though you... I'm translating. Even though you are not a man who is rich, that is handsome, far from perfect, atau ciri-ciri yang saya impikan. I don't know what that means. But I know I won't be able to get a guy who will... Correct my shoes. <laughs> my translation's horrible. Who will raise me water? Who will raise my tears? Then will be beside me in twenty four hours. That will bathe my cats. That will clean my children's poop and pee. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Fuck it, hell. And uh, willing to do anything for me. Fuck. Oh my god, this is terrible. Uh, and the most, I'm still translating, and the most important, 
loves me with all of his heart. Even though you only have 10 ringgit in the pocket, 10 ringgit is what you will give to me. I know, okay, English, finally. I know that quality of yours. Oh, back to Malay. The what I'm not sure, yang tak mungkin saya. This, I'm not sure I can get from anyone else. All I ask for this marriage is for you to stay in love with me like you always do. Uh, where am I? Where am I? Forgive me, forgive me. I'm still trying to... Yeah. So something God, something relationship to the last day. Love from a girl that was once heartbroken so badly. You fucking hell. She's still referencing the old relationship where she got fucked over, came in her face and then left her. She's still referencing that, guys. You know, alpha widows are real. I'm not going to talk about what an alpha widow is. But you see, she's like she just can't forget that guy. You know, she was hurt so bad. I'm telling you, if that guy came back and wanted her back, she would fucking... She would fucking leave this simp for him in a heartbeat. I'm trying really hard not to judge this woman. I, I realize I've been sounding really negative and dismissive. But let me tell you how I... How I interpreted all this. You see, like, every, in every way, she defined this guy. She defined what he does for her. What is his utility? What is his usefulness, you know? Fucking clean his child's shit, which is a great thing to do, I guess. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> you should clean your stepson's shit. If you only had ten ringgit, he, he would give all of that to her. It's like, she loves him because... He's not his own individual. He is something for her to leech off of. You see what I'm trying to say? This is like the perfect example of a woman settling down for a guy. Yeah. If a woman's crazy about you, guys, gentlemen listening, if a woman's crazy about you and not for what you can do, this is not the kind of language she'll be using on her Instagram post. <laughs> She might keep it short and sweet. She'll just talk about how she makes you feel. Not what you can do for her. How she makes you feel. How you make her feel alive. You know, she'll just talk about how she feels. How you make her feel. How you make her feel alive. Happy. Excited. Full of adventure. Yet safe. She'll say things like, It's crazy with you. But I wouldn't want to live my life any other way. When a woman talks to you like that, that's when you know she digs you for you. Not because she wants you to give her all the money you have. When I look at this shit, I'm, tr I'm trying really hard not to judge, but I can't help but feel disgust inside of myself. It scares me that anyone I love might fall into a relationship like this, guys. You don't even have to be a rich guy to fall for this. Look, she said this guy's not rich. He couldn't... He, he had to go above and beyond to make her wedding dreams come true. And she didn't even do anything for her dream wedding. She was like, you take care of it. I'm just going to fucking sit here. <sighs> so depressing. But light, silver lining, silver lining, guys. Silver lining is now you know. Now you know. And I want you to be ruthless ruthless in your decisions if you find that you are in this relationship guys i want you to be ruthless and just cut that shit out because i promise you if you keep it up in the long run 
you're just gonna be freaking miserable it's not good she's just gonna demand everything from you she's gonna demand your soul until you ha no longer have an identity if your name is john you won't be john anymore you'll just become her purse your life the purpose of your life becomes the extension to which makes the facilitation of her life that was me trying to sound deep and profound but screwing up my grammar <laughs> all right uh, I've, i'm running out of time i had some questions to deal with and some news um, but i'm just gonna leave the podcast at that Jeez, I was having a bit of a downer day and I have a feeling I brought some of you down today. But it's okay, guys. You know what? Being happy and blissed out all the time is so overrated. Sometimes it's really healthy to just dwell and contemplate and reflect upon the gloominess of life. Ooh, much philosophy, man. <laughs> have some apple cider, man. Hey, man. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, tomorrow's new year's eve i hope you have something fun planned if you don't masturbate who gives a fuck um i'll talk to you tomorrow guys thanks for listening bye bye